0: You're listening to the Created Fab Podcast with the one and only, one and only Fabiola. This season series is on the adventures and struggles of being a believer because it can be real out here on these streets. Hello, world. It's me, Fabiola. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Created Fabs Adventures and struggles of being a believer series i am being joined today by somebody who i love oh so much this is one of my most favorite people in the world and her name is iliana we in the house she in the house baby and the thing with her if you kind of see a resemblance that's because that is my daughter that's my zora whoop 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 so yeah so um uh we were having an, a discussion quite recently about a certain subject matter that um she just experienced and i think that this is something that not only just people um not just believers that deal with but also just regular it's just people in general That's is something that i think that at some point in time we all tend to encounter this in one form or another codependency and it can suck you dry it can literally suck the life out of you um, it's not it's not natural when it when we're talking about from person to person so ellie can you please talk to our um guest and let them know what were your thoughts or uh, what, what was happening your story behind all of this
1: so from my like personal experience honestly it could have been, codependency is not it's not healthy at all like just just like fact. like it's just not healthy and you don't realize it you don't realize it's happening to you Unless, you know, somebody brings it up or gosh is revealing it to you. But for me, it was just like, I thought I was fine the whole entire time. I'm like, oh, like we're doing good, like with my friend. And then I'm almost like, you know, something's off, like something's changing you. And then I realized it was just codepend- codependency, like this other person was relying so much on me that it was kind of like draining me to the point where just like my self-worth was going down because this person lied so much on me and I was so like caring to her that was just like and it was kind of benefiting her but it was like tugging on me too so my thing with codependency is like it's not good like at all and I feel we really have to be aware if we're in relationships like that so
0: yeah absolutely um it's it's tough it hardcore is very, very tough because that's the problem with those type of situations. Like it can happen so gradually and it isn't until you're left feeling extremely drained or you may feel like I don't even want to be around this person anymore. You don't, you can't really put your finger on it or you start noticing that within your own self, you start to change. It's just like, wow, there's a problem here, right? And, and the thing is that it can be, these, this is a form of a, codependency is a toxic relationship because nobody We were not created for that that's the problem we were never created for that like nobody can fill that gap nobody can fill those voids that's inside of your being you know and it just becomes it's 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 hella whack i mean i don't know what other way to put it it's it's just it's it's incredibly whack nobody's trying to just it's just it's draining it's incredibly draining and then the worst part is um I see people who are married who are in this type of situation. These codependent situations. People who are friends, um, you know, or they're in a codependent uh, relationship even within their jobs. And it's just, it's, it's draining. It's not natural.
1: Yeah, I wanted to say like how um, like I was listening to something earlier today and was talking about how like evil is not visible like you really don't see it coming unless like you're fully aware of the situation but like for the most part it's like it's not visible at all kind of like with Adam and Eve like they saw the serpent but they didn't know it was evil and I feel like that's how it is with code like dependency as well It's like you don't realize that that it's happening until like one day you're just like dang wow I didn't realize that relationship was really just draining me because it's just so like
0: invisible so you don't realize it's happening at all so That's good. That's really good. You know, the reason why I think the only way or the only time codependency is healthy, the only time codependency is healthy is when you are codependent on God. And the reason why it is healthy in that respect is because that's how it was created to be. We were never meant to do this in this life alone. And we're supposed to be completely um, dependent on him. It's a beautiful partnership between him and us you know like I can't or we can't suck God dry we just we can't (laughs) he's he has no limit. he 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 has no limit and usually when you have somebody who is operating in a codependent manner they're doing that because there's a certain there's there's a there's a um, what do you call it there's a there's a hole within themselves there's a gap within themselves that they're trying to fill you know, yeah. and they're looking to somebody else to fill that, to fill those holes. And only, in the reality is this, only God can do that. And then so then when that person fails, you know, and they don't meet that expectation from that, uh, the person who's expecting it, they get upset, but it's like, you can't be mad at me. I can't give you something which I could never, which I was never created to, 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 to fix. I can't. Right. And then if you are that person, you know, who is trying to do that for somebody, you're delusional, you can't do it for them. Whether it's with your kids or it's with a a partner or whatever the case, you just can't do it. You weren't designed for it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's like
1: very important. what I learned, like, even with this, um, like how I said, like, you know, it's not really visible until like somebody makes you aware of it, or there's like somebody like your community or God. I think it's very important to have a strong community who will see those things for you because like i've been in a situation that i didn't know what's happening until like a few months down the line and thankfully like my mom is so close with me like just spiritually and stuff like that and meant like she knows me so much that she's like okay like any little thing that happens i can see why it's happening like i can see why you're changing and i didn't realize what's happening so she brought it up and then um if you think about it like God even has a community. It's the Holy Trinity. So why shouldn't we have a community who's also going to help us be aware? Just like how He mm. would just like bring that position to us? So should our community, which is why I think it's really important to have a very, very, very strong spiritual community, which is what I'm so searching for now. Because my age is kind of really hard because it's like you know, teens want to do their own thing or go their own direction it is like if you're consistently praying about it who will bring that to you so community is very important when it comes to these things so they can just like call you out and be like listen you've changed i think this is why let me like, pray for you let me pray about it for you so we can figure out how can we you know change the situation or how can we rebuild your identity and who you are not only in yourself but also in christ
0: that my dear is what they call all the way. But you know, the, the thing too also is, um, is identity. I believe if you truly understand your identity in Christ, if you truly understand yourself as in how you were created to be according to him, not by what the world says, not by the roles that you operate in, not by the way that you want yourself to be, but truly, Truly the identity that you were created from God and God alone. If you truly understood yourself, you wouldn't allow somebody to suck yourself. So to suck you dry, like because you would see it, you would see it, you know, and, um, you would see it, you would allow somebody to do it to you. And that's one part of it. And also like you wouldn't do it to somebody else. But I don't think a lot of this the codependency is something that's intentional. A lot of the time it just happens. And a lot of people are operating in a dysfunction. You know, they're functionally operating in dysfunctionality. Yeah. And the problem that's with good. that is because they don't know themselves. Because if you really did, you know, the dysfunction starts to drop off. And I've and I've seen that. I've seen that in my life, I've seen that with other people's lives when you start to understand who you are and whose you are, there's a lot of stuff that you're not going to sit here and tolerate. I'm just not, I'm just not going to tolerate it. I'm not, you know, and because there's certain situations, like you're not going to sit there and allow yourself to just like, I'm not going to, because it it drains your spirit. Your spirit man becomes, um, becomes uh, grieved as a result of that. The Holy spirit becomes grieved as a result of that. You know, it's like, it's annoying, like you feel like, cause you're being drained. Yeah. Yeah, identity is
1: like, so huge. Like that was one thing I was just like, why am I feeling so low? Or why am I always second guessing myself and always feeling like I'm going to fail? And it's not like I didn't know who I was. Like I had a really good understanding, but I feel like just like the people I was hanging around, like it was sort of just like leaving who I was and I didn't realize that was happening and so like when I finally realized I was like no like I'm not letting this happen like I it's kind of like you have to realize like okay of course like God put us here on this earth for a reason and it's like if I don't know who I am then I can't reach those people that God wanted me to reach so if that means I have to step back from a certain friend or tone down the relationship in order for my in order for me to figure out who I am in order to do my purpose, in order to reach those people he wants me to reach, then I'm gonna have to do that for me. And I feel like those people should understand or they need to understand that. I feel like on their side part, just like, oh, like, why would you do that? Like, I don't see why, but like, okay, if they really were your friends, they would see why, or maybe not. But like, yeah, it was kind of confusing, but
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, that's, that's all true. And I think what happens is that when you get to that point, so this is what happened. Now she's sitting here deteriorating. I'm sitting here watching my baby, like (laughs) just becoming like a shell of herself. And I'm just like, sis, that's not you. Like, I don't know when this happened, but uh, you need to um, reanalyze your your whole situation right now, because, you know, you all of a sudden are acting real anxious. You never used to be anxious. You're acting like you know, you're losing confidence in yourself and you weren't sure you've never been like, you've never, this child, this child was born with an air of confidence. Like I was there, I seen it, you know, like I pushed <laughs> her out. She was born with an air of confidence, but all of a sudden she just started second guessing herself. And there's just some other stuff. And I'm just looking at her like, who are you and what did you do to my kid? Like, this is, this is insane. And um, at first, and, and I'm hoping that she'll admit it, but she wasn't trying to hear me. She thought that, and, and I think low key, what she thought was that she thought I was like um, hating on her little friend. And yeah. I got told her the other day, I'm like, it's not that I have a problem with the friend themselves. It's just that I don't like what she's turned, like, you know, how you are becoming as a result of hanging out with her because this is not you. Mm -hmm. and it took her a while to get it so and then she started getting mad at me i mean there was i could have said it a little bit nicer sometimes but (laughs) I'll, i'll be honest but um but then i finally be quiet and i stopped talking and what i did was and i don't think she even knows this but i started praying for her so that the lord can reveal to her what was really going on you know And I just started to pray. I was like, Lord, help her to see things for what they are. And then whatever people that doesn't need to be around her, remove them from her life. You know, help her to see it. And then sure enough, a situation ended up happening where, you know, um, their friendship had like a little bit of a snafu. She prayed and then during that moment in time when they were actually separated from each other. So I think that's very important that you need to separate yourself from that person so you can allow yourself to breathe in a sense and to be able to clear to think clearly. This is, you see, that's the problem with soul ties. You can have, soul ties is when your soul is like literally tied up with somebody else, right? Your, your, your mind, your will, and your emotions are tied up with somebody else. And you become so dependent on them without even realizing and them too and i could see it it was they were building a bit of a soul tie and what was important for her whether she realized it or not is at that time they needed to separate from each other so she could be able to breathe and they could breathe without you know being around each other and have that clarity and then when she started and the lord started revealing to her what was you know the the true state of the situation and then from there i believe it's a soul tie that was starting to occur and soul ties don't necessarily have to happen only when you're having sex with somebody, it can also happen in friendships. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. So when, like, hold on a second, Ellie. So when that happens, you need to be able to learn how to, once you identify it, you need to also like sever that thing in Jesus' name. Okay, that was it.
1: <laughs> yeah, but like going back on what like my mom was like, how she was praying for me, and one thing I've been praying for, I remember like when my, my when my pastor said listen to you, Mike Todd, he was like, You need people who are going to pray for you. Like pray for people who are gonna be praying for you without you even knowing. And like one of my really, really good friends, she was like, It's funny you say that because like I've been praying like he, she was like how the Holy Spirit has been putting on her heart for her to pray for me about community. And then also like one of my mom's really good friends did the same thing for me. And then after that, the whole drama thing went down like this, I was like, mom, like I talked to my mom about it, hoping to get like something out of it. Like she'll give me advice or whatever. And she was like, well, why don't you go pray about it? I was like, mom, I went to you for a reason. But then it was like, really just a, a realization of like, okay, one, as she's testing me all the time, like she's not always going to be here. Two, I can't always depend on her for everything when it comes to like spiritual things. Like God is my main factor than my mom which is like for me, like I have to try really hard not to make my mom an idol sometimes. But like, besides the point, um, she told me to go pray and I did pray. And just like, I, I asked the Holy Spirit to like go ahead and pray for me because in the Bible it says that, you know, the Holy Spirit prays for you. So I asked for that. And then like things just started flowing, it started flowing out of my mouth. And I just started realizing things about what I need and what I should be giving to people as a friend. And I think it's just very important to have the community who will pray for you without you even knowing. Because sometimes you're just like, oh, like I feel like this spiritual like upbringing, any, but I don't, I don't know what it is. And sometimes it really just is your community, just like praying for you and fighting for you spiritually without you even knowing, which I think is like amazing.
0: So mm-hmm. that's good. Oh, eh? that's really good. You see, like it's so funny as she's sitting here having this. uh this battle within herself, this whole codependency issue on that. And with that girl being codependent on her, right? Ellie has a codependency issue with her mama, period. <laughs> <laughs> she has a codependency issue. And then to be honest, to be completely honest with you guys, um, cause you know, we're, as Mike Todd says, a transformation show, we're, we, hum- we, we, we hot over here, you know, we humble, open and transparent. Me and her had a codependency issue on one another, yeah. And um, especially because, like, my ex-husband, when we were still married or whatever, he was never around. He military always had him, you know, here, there, and everywhere. And um, and it was always me with my kids. And especially because she's the oldest one, and if she was homeschooled, we were together all the time, you know. And we have we really do have a great relationship but we became extremely codependent on one another. And I remember earlier last year, I remember, as a matter of fact, it was around this time last year, I remember the Lord told me, he was like, I'm going to start, like, I'm going to prepare, I'm going to get actually ready to separate the both of you because you guys have become codependent on one another. You know? And it's not, without even realizing it, you know, she's becoming my idol and I'm becoming her idol. That's not... It's, it's not something. healthy That's it's not, not healthy and it's, it's, it's a problem and it happened once again it happened so gradually that you don't even realize what what's happening and um next thing i know about like a month and a half later the lord literally shifted like he literally twisted our lives upside down yeah where um you know um i was i moved to a whole other state and then she and then the rest of my kids ended up saying elsewhere you know I mean, where they were at. And I moved to a whole other side of the country. And I had no idea that was going to happen. But even with that, like we, oh man, like it was, it was hard. It was so hard. It was so hard for the both of us because like we talked all the time, nonstop all day long, you know, and instead of me, and it got into this bad habit where instead of me going to the Lord, I was going to her and vice versa. So it's just like one of those things Like I remember sometimes she would call me and I would hear the Lord tell me, do not pick up the phone. Mm. Do not pick up the phone. Don't say anything to her, you know. And it was hard on me because I want to talk to my baby. You know what I mean? But the Lord is like, no. She needs to learn how to handle this stuff on her own, you know. And it's the same thing. It was the same thing for me. And it's just like, okay, I would like to talk to her about something. I was like, no, come talk to me. Yeah. Yeah. so, So it's just it's 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 crazy, and that's the reason why my answer for her all the time, a good portion of the time, usually is. Go pray about it and see what the Holy Spirit says. Be led by the Holy Spirit.
1: Yeah. Like, even for me in that situation, like,
0: I wasn't, like, I'm not going to say, like, oh, yeah, I was going through a lot. But,
1: like, a lot of things did shift that year. Like, I started college. Like, I was just going through like, a lot of boy stuff. Like, um, my parents shift location, So, like, I, we were finally living with our dad, which was different because that's never happened with me before. And then, of course, my mom moved and I was, like, working. Mm-hmm. And I was just, like... Uh, wow like I depend on her so much so when everything did switch I was like okay like I really have to depend on God and and for me it was hard because of course like she was always there so if I needed something like an answer real quick I'm like okay my mom's right there she can like help me whatever but like you know I just remember times just like no, like you have to who's gonna know better than God and I was like you're just gonna you're gonna have to like just pray it out worship worship like cry it out like you need to get your answer because like you have to depend on God and for me it was always just like like as I was young she always told me like I'm not always going to be here like, you're always going to have to depend on God or I can't fight the spiritual battles like you're going to have to fight the spiritual battles which I think was great yes as a child it scared me but <laughs> as I got older I understood like no for real she can't be in my dreams fighting fighting my spiritual battle like who's in there I'm in there, like, I have to know the word, I have to know that I have to rely on God to help me fight this battle, like, yeah, she'll be there if she, like, if I need her, like, she'll pray for me, but in the end, like, she's not me, she is not fighting my battles, so that was, I'm, like, I'm, I'm sad that everything happened, but in the end, like, it was worth it for me, because I did with my relationship with God, and I was able to tell, like, a lot of people like you know like i think it's cool to have friends but also like, you can't fully depend on people because the people will always let you down no matter the circumstances like it's cool to have your community but also like god will never fail you like ever So that's what i really had to learn like you know like god's always there to listen i don't have to do like a formal prayer for him to listen like i can just have a regular conversation with him and he's gonna listen it's just all about like being willing to talk to him and build that relationship with him
0: yep those facts and the thing is that um people will let you down not because oh and, and i don't know maybe i'm just a bit of a um optimist but it's not necessarily because oh people are all evil and that's what they're doing they're looking to hurt you that's not what it is we just live in a fallen world people are flawed and that's what they you know just, that's what yeah. we all do We all mess up sometimes, you know, but that's the reason God, once again, like, you know, you're, you have to be dependent on God, you know? And I feel, I feel so bad for people who are not saved because they don't, it's like, they can't even help themselves, you know, but at least as a believer, you have a solution and the solution is God and God alone is Christ, you know, he can fix all of that. He can take out away, he can remove all the dysfunction out of your life and then make you whole again, you know? Like when they said that by his stripes, we were made, we were healed. Like that's not just a physical healing that is going to, it's not just the physical healing. That's what we have to understand. It's not just the physical healing. Let me explain something to you. The body has no idea how to decipher physical pain from emotional pain. Mm. The body has no idea, but it, it cannot tell the difference to it. Pain is pain. So if you're hurting, it's just pain. The the brain reads it all the same way. You understand? So whether I cut my finger and I'm bleeding, it's like, ow, this hurts, you know, or I have a best friend who just like, who, you know, who hurt me, or I have my husband that cheated on me. And if I'm in pain, if I'm heartbroken, like the body has no idea that there's a difference. All it just knows is like, wow, Fab is in pain right now. You know? But that pain, that hurt, those wounds, God can heal it all. I can testify. You know, I can, I can testify. That's, you know, and then when we're sitting here being involved in these codependent relationships, it restricts growth. You, you can't even grow. You can't. The person will not allow you or you will not allow the person to grow, you know. Um, and then on top of that, it causes seasons that were supposed to be um, for a moment. To last longer, way longer than what it was supposed to. You know, everybody that comes into your life, and please hear me when I say this everybody that comes into your life is not supposed to be there forever. forever. Some people yeah. are supposed to come in there for a moment, some people are supposed to be there for a hot second. And you have other people, and I don't think this is a And I don't think this is the common part. And you have a lot of people who come there for a long term, meaning like, you know, like your whole entire life, but the majority of people are just there for a season and it's okay to just let it go. Let me give a quick example. I had a friend of mine. I love this girl dearly. I mean, like that, I, oh man, I, to this day, I love her. And if she, if she ever listens to this and, um, if she ever listens to this and if she hears me, yes, I'm talking about you. I loved her so much but we had a very toxic and um, um, dysfunctional codependent relationship. And it was more so on her side than mine. And it was because, I mean, we became friends at a very young age. We got pregnant together and all this bunch of stuff. And then we just, you know, we started life early together. And, um, and the thing with her is that, and I love her. But the thing with her was that she was a person who had a very messed up childhood. She was abused. She was very like so she dealt with a lot of issues. And I don't even think she realized this, but like a lot of issues with rejection, abandonment, and you know what I mean? Just just a lot of issues. And then because, you know, we became friends when we were um in basic, when we were we were in the military together and um she, she just, we we just kind of like, we clung on to each other. Like we came together and we were really good friends. We were there for each other, especially because we we had a lot of life circumstances that occurred at the same time. But something that ended up happening was that like, we just, I think I seen it more than she did. You know, we just, we basically, we grew up. (laughs) You know what I mean? We grew up and, and as we grew up, we grew out of each other. And what happened was that, like, and I'm in my head, I'm just like, okay, well, you know, this is great, but <laughs> Jesus, goodbye. But you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and until this day, if she was to call me, I'd do anything for her. I would do anything for her. I really would. But I just knew that this is over, you know, and it's time to move forward. Like we now, even when we're on the phone, we're not even really talk. We have nothing to really talk about because we're not even on the same space, like mindset. So what are we holding this on to? But I know that like she's holding on to me and our friendship because it's a safe space.
1: Yeah.
0: It's a safe space. And one of the things that she said to me, one of the last conversations that she said to me, she was like, I just feel so disconnected from you. And then she said something about like, you know, you don't make me happy. Like, I I I don't get happy anymore whenever I talk to you and blah, blah, blah. And the last thing I told her after she said that statement amongst other things. And I said, well, my love, what it all comes down to, sweetheart, is that like like you want me to do something that i you want me to give you something that I could never give you, you know, and it 's not just for me to give it you know what you 're looking for i can 't give it to you, your husband can't give it to you, and your kids can 't give you it that's security and that and, and, and I mean, I love you, you know, but that thing that you 're looking up for to 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 like to fill those gaps, only God and God alone can give it to you, nobody else can give it to you because it was so. It was the the codependency was so real that she did not allow herself to have other friends at all. And even when me and her were together and then some other person came around and like, you know, some other person came around and it seemed like, you know, like she felt like somebody was coming in between me and her, she would be ready to fight and she would retaliate against me and ready to fight that person, you know? But finally, the relationship just it kind of it ended and I mourned it for a long time but it was just like it was so unhealthy and it was ridiculously toxic you know but it's just one of those things that you just have to really you have to look at this stuff and you have to really pay attention to it and pray to the lord and I still pray for her and if you hear me you know who you are I still love you even even despite how everything ended and it doesn't mean that you don't that you don't care about the person or whatever it's just that the the relationship is toxic it's not supposed to be this way It's not supposed to be this way because sometimes when you hold on to a certain relationship, it's going to hinder your growth. Look at Abraham, even if we take it to the biblical standpoint, look at Abraham and Lot in the book of Genesis. Lot was the nephew of Abraham. God told Abraham when it was time for him to leave his home, he said, um, and when God was ready to do do something new with Abraham, God told Abraham, leave everything behind. Take your wife and your household and go don't take nobody else with you. But because he felt like he had such a duty and I could definitely relate to this. And this is how I felt about my friend. Um, but Abraham felt a duty to his nephew lot because he was, he basically like adopted him and and raised him once his brother had passed and he felt the duty to lot. So he took lot with him on his journey, but let me, let me say this to you. Everybody's not meant to come with you on your, on your journey but those people that you are codependent with, you have this codependent relationship with, It will come with you, but it stunts your growth. And that's not, it's just, it's counterintuitive. It doesn't make sense. You can't do it. And then, so what eventually ended up happening, there was a lot of issues that came along with that. And eventually at some point, God was just like, nah, bro, like you need to let that stuff go. Let it go, let him go, cut him off. And eventually he ended up, you know, Going away, because then it was and they ended up being a, um, because he was holding on to that relationship and it started to be conflict within both households because Lot was still there and the problem is is when you look at it, Abraham was dealing with unnecessary issues because if he would have just cut him off when God told him to, from the very beginning when he was about to transition into his wife, that would have never been an issue. Yo, that's a deep statement even in itself. Yeah. So, Ellie, if you could just cut that homegirl off. Deuces, yeah. That's what she's saying, but she didn't cut that girl off yet. You know, whatever. You know,
1: we're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. It's hard. It really is. It is. Like, like I didn't realize. <laughs> I'm almost like, you know, I have to cut people off. I'll cut them off real quick. Or like, I don't need friends. Like, I do have a very, very tiny, very... <laughs> so small group of friends but also it's just like i don't know it's like this situation it's like harder like i really would but it's just like when they're still like engraved into your life it's like how like for me it's like okay if i didn't talk to her at all i would be fine for the most part but it's just like for me it's like okay how could i do that to her also like i need to be benefiting myself as well so very sticky situation i'm still praying about it too but also it's like i need to be up from the terms like listen like i love you i care for you like i'm there for you but also like I need to tone this down a little bit just a notch because i need to do what i can for myself
0: at this point so know i take that um in regards to what you're saying remember <laughs> remember like when, remember when i was thinking to myself like lord i need to i need to change and the people that i'm with yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah and, and i knew it and i once again because sometimes uh, once again I, and i say that it has nothing to do about how the you know you, you it has nothing to do with the fact that oh you know you don't you care about them. of course you care about those people like you have a friendship with these people like you've built experiences with these people like these people were your you know they were there for you you know whatever but at the same time too you have to this also comes along with identity, understand who you are, what God has for you, the plan that he has for your life. Are these people meant to come along with you on their journey? Because once again, some people are just there for a moment. They're there for that season. They're there for whatever. And it's okay, you know, to be able to walk away. But I also think that there has to be an understanding with those people that you're with to understand that too, because some people take offense to that. And it's just like, like, I don't know. For me, I don't get offended. i just be like, okay. And so, because sometimes things will naturally just, like, they will naturally dissolve. Yeah. And it, it doesn't necessarily mean that, oh, you'll never talk ever again in life, because I don't believe in burning bridges. It's just that, okay, yeah, we're not talking like how we used to. And that's totally fine. Like, that's all right. I've had many of those. that's just like
1: yeah you were like my rock for a hot minute Mm -hmm. but we slowly like kind of like fell apart but it's not like you know we have any grudges just kind of just like okay like we're growing and that's okay and um i remember this like pastor saying like if you have basically it's okay to switch your friends like as long as you have a good group like it's okay and um but yeah like with me and this friend like yeah she'll still hit me up like here and there like okay hey like are you okay like are you doing fine like I think that's fine but if you know that this person is not good for you talking to them every single day which is like kind of just like okay Liana like duh, that's you right now yeah I understand that but it's like mm. you just need to be aware and you cannot control other people's feelings which I learned from my therapist thank you <laughs>
0: Well, go ahead tracy
1: <laughs> she's always be like you know like tell your feelings i'm like but how i don't want to hurt people's feelings she was like you cannot control other people's feelings like how do you know they're going to be sad how do you know they're not going to be understanding i was like you are correct you're so right but like yeah like if i need to tell like no like i need to back up whether she understands or not that's not my fault the and, and i'm doing what i need to do and if you don't get that sorry i'll be praying for you but like if you don't that's really not my problem
0: so Yeah. Yeah, man. So I think that um, what we can do is go ahead and um, close this uh, podcast on out. Um, and let's pray and give it to the Lord. Because I know that you're not the only one that's going through this. Um, and sometimes it's just a matter of knowing what to pray, you know, because sometimes you'll be in a jacked up situation. You just don't know what to do or what to pray you know, or because sometimes you could be so deep in that dysfunction that once again, it seems it it becomes functional. It becomes normal. And it's not normal. You know, so we just come together, Father God, and we just glorify you. We magnify you, Lord. And I just thank you, Father God, that we're able to glorify you in this way, Father. I thank you, Lord. And um, just for revealing this spirit or this, um, this, 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 this thing of codependency, Lord. I thank you, Father God, that any single soul tie that we are aware of right now, I command it to be completely severed right now in Jesus' holy name. I thank you, Father God, that you help us to see things for what they really are, Father God, whether they be codependency or there's something even deeper than just like us like operating with one another in the physical, Father God, but if it's even spiritual, because you said in your word, Father God, that we don't battle against flesh and blood, Right. Because even though it seems like we're dealing with um, the person in the physical realm, that there's a whole other situation going on in the spiritual realm. So I just thank you, Father God, that every single soul tie that um, that is in the midst of our lives, Father God, I thank you Lord that you sever them right now in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Father God, that those soul ties are completely severed and not to return back again in Jesus' name. I thank you, Father, God, that you give us wisdom, that you give us um, um, counsel, you give us knowledge, and you give us understanding and, um, to, to just what is going on. Father, God, help us to see things for what they are. And then once you do reveal it to us dear God, I just thank you, Father, God, that we are obedient to just allow ourselves to just walk away, Father. Walk away. I thank you, Lord, that we are Spirit, Holy Spirit-led and Holy Spirit-obedient in everything that we do, Father God. Do you have anything else to say, Ellie?
1: Um well dear God, just pray that during the relationship that you're just giving us wisdom throughout everything. And that even though sometimes we don't want to see wrongful in that person, that you may get aware to us, and that you just help us all have strong communities who can see their problem for us and who will be praying for us to help us realize what is going on. And in Jesus' name.
0: Yeah. And then one more thing, Father God, and I thank you, Lord, that we are no longer dependent. And whether it's somebody being dependent on us, I also thank you, Father God, that you revealed to us, Father God, if we are being dependent on a person, whether it's a friend, whether it's a pastor, whether it's a parent, a sibling, um uh, a job or whatever the case may be there god i thank you lord that if we are if if it's anything that's not of you lord i thank you father god that we sever it right now with jesus name and i thank you lord that instead of being dependent on other people Lord, that we are completely and solely dependent on you and you alone father i thank you father god that this gives us an opportunity lord to um to clear our hearts father god you know clear our hearts clear our minds father god help us to be transformed in that way renew our minds lord so that we may be reliant on you lord no longer having any gods of any source, Father God, no more little Gs, Father God, but only the big Gs, the one that we focus on. I thank you, Lord, that I rebuke that spirit of dysfunctionality, Father God. I thank you, Lord, that we um, leave the, the 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 abnormal and step into your normal, dear God. We thank you, Father God, and we just pray this in your name. And I call all of these things, um, um, I call it to be uh, um, um, sealed right now in Jesus' name, and all these uh, um, um dependencies and all this stuff to, to just completely go away and never to come back in jesus holy name we pray amen amen all right well thank you so much everybody for joining us on this um this uh, episode <laughs> of the adventures and struggles of being a believer and i invite you to please come back and don't forget to share wherever you may be at and you know share it with somebody else all right well till next time godspeed Deuces. Hey. Thanks yes. for listening. Keep binging Netflix style on this season series, The Adventures and Struggles of Being a Believer. Don't be stingy. Share, like, and subscribe to the Created Fab Podcast. Visit us at createdfab.com.